Welcome everyone to another episode of Four Layered Take. We will be reviewing another episode of Insecure. This is season four, episode seven, right? Loki tripping. Yep. Um, this is a Molly-centered episode. So hold your horses for our thoughts on this episode right here. I'm your girl Kim. It's me, Mimi. It's your girl Mel here. It's your boy Marcus, aka Devil's Advocate. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> and that there is what he has been in our pre-show. He has definitely been <laughs> devil's advocate. <laughs> pre-show political talk. Right. <laughs> so we have this um, low-key low tripping Molly-centric episode um, that happened. I I'm gonna have to just go ahead and put my disclaimer on Front Street. The worst episode I've seen in the history of this show. I hated hated just about every second of it. Yeah. That was somehow purpley. Yeah. So just putting that out there, just so I'm going to keep it moving. Zero stars out of five? Negative five out of five stars. Wow. I didn't hate the episode. I actually, in a way, enjoyed the episode. I just Mm -hmm. think the episode was too short. Like there were too many like holes. I kind of enjoyed the episode. It just needed, it needed to be like 45 minutes and not 30 minutes. I was, I was like, it's, this could have been 10 minutes. The content in this episode literally could have been a 10 minute show. And I was like, okay, Quibi, let's go. <laughs> I like what they were doing. I like the point that they were kind of trying to make with Molly towards the end. And I guess uh-huh. you'll get to get to it. I mean, but overall, how do you think Jay did, Jay did as a director? Was this like his <laughs> debut or? Yeah, this was his debut. This was his first directorial. Okay. Like, I mean, again, I overall enjoyed the episode. Did it have holes to me? Yes. Were there some things that I was like, ah, this is a little extra? Yeah. But that's more of the writing than I think mm-hmm. of the director. The directing, so. I agree. I mean, I think he did a great job shooting in another country. I, I totally agree. I didn't have a problem with the, with the directing at all. It was the, to me, this is the first time I can really say I'm looking at people acting after they have played these characters for quite some time, some time I shouldn't be seeing them actually acting. It should be Molly that I'm seeing. It should be Andrew that I'm seeing. It should be these characters. I did not like it at all. Go back to that point you just made when we get to a particular scene. Mm, I, yeah, there was one thing that, anyway. Okay, there were two. I, there were two. Okay, I'm, I'm excited now. I'm, I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. But... <laughs> Again, I, the show overall, I love, I adore, I worship. I, I'm going to support this no matter what because I do love the show. It was just this one episode for me, personally. Okay. So we actually get uh, Molly and Andrew are going to a cute little, you know, couple's vacation with, to Mexico, which I really like. And they were going to hook up with uh, Victor, who is Andrew's brother and his wife um, on vacation. So we kind of open up the uh, entire episode with a cutback really because um, Molly's sitting in the we see from Molly's perspective she's sitting in the Ethiopian restaurant you know she's ordering her food and kind of going back and forth she looks up and sees Issa kind of approaching the door and she's like oh here we go again I'm like doll can you just can you just be easy for five seconds <laughs> and then we see Issa you know make that U-turn she looked at her she looked at Mira Issa and went on back to the car like bye which I did love and so Molly was kind of sitting there in her feelings um, because Issa didn't enter the restaurant. So what do you guys think about that kind of that? I like that opening. That shit was hot though. I like. I wanted to. I liked seeing it from her perspective. I yeah. feel like Molly will now, from her perspective, went to the Ethiopian restaurant on purpose, mm. in in hopes of maybe possibly running into Issa. Yeah. 
because um, one that doesn't seem like that's Molly's neighborhood. It seems like that's Issa's neighborhood. Yeah, and she was there, you know, in hopes of seeing Issa and thinking that oh, Issa's gonna come in and I, she's gonna tell me that she's sorry. And Issa's like, fuck that shit. I'm going back to my car. So I kind of thought that last week because yeah, I feel like Molly lives in uh, I feel like she doesn't live by the Ethiopian spot for like <laughs> yeah. um, the views that we have had of her condo. Nah, I definitely agree. Molly went there on purpose. Like, she just seems like the type of person that's always wanted to get a tough argument or a confrontation. Like, sometimes people just don't want to talk or fight. Just like, just let me leave me alone. And that's what Issa's on right now. Right. Okay. I did not peep that. Thank you guys. I I didn't. It, I didn't see it that way because I just like I think of that as Molly and Issa's spot. But I was just like, well, maybe like if I had gotten into an argument with somebody, I might want that comfort food. And so that's how that's how I look at it. But I didn't. I'm I'm excited that you guys saw saw it that way. Oh well, Molly. Molly. Did, Molly did not get her spite two two dot oh. Molly did not get her apology three dot four dot oh, which I was very happy about. So the next scene we cut to Molly and Andrew. They're kind of packing, getting ready for the trip. She's getting her cute little bikinis, you know, in the suitcase, and she gets a text saying that she has to be um, at a meeting before their flight. Uh, she uh, is kind of down about that because I guess she kind of wants to go straight to the airport and they get their vacation going, which I can definitely feel that. The next scene is when we see Molly um, at the office and she, I guess her assistant uh, didn't let her know that this meeting was happening early enough. She didn't have her brief ready and she basically kind of like yelled at the lady like, you know, you're making me look bad. You got to be on your shit so that I can be on my shit. Like, don't make me look bad. It's not okay. The scene to me didn't quite fit. I didn't quite understand it. It, it didn't, it didn't fit in the episode um, for me. So it's going to make, it's going to be important later on in the season because if it wasn't important, they would have just cut it from the episode. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that I'm hoping and praying about that. I wonder, um, I think it's just you, a way of them showing that Molly is just angry. Like that she just had some displaced anger in general. And I know if I got called into the office for a meeting and I'm on vacation, like I do, get called in when I'm on PTO. I'll be pissed off when I'm like, why why yeah. am I here? <laughs> yeah, I think that it may play into uh what they are trying to say about Molly later on that I mentioned. Yeah. We'll get to that. Um I just looked at it as like, okay, so now we're trying to set up this, you know, oh Lucille Ball moment where she's running to the can't get the fight. So then we see her, you know, we don't see her actually go to the meeting. She kind of blesses out the assistant. Then we see her trying to rush to the airport, um, rushing through the airport trying to get to her gate, but you know, potentially missing her flight because she had been at this meeting. This scene uh, uh, also annoyed me because there's no one that doesn't know how LAX airport gates work so i was like she was like turning around and like oh i passed this and like i don't know well where are you i'm right here i just it just it annoyed the shit out of me lax is my most hated airport outside of maybe jfk o'hare though it's my most oh, o'hare is the o'hare is terrible it's terrible but i was just like everybody knows how a gate works at fucking LAX like I, so that it just made it just started keeping up my annoyance but she ends up finding Andrew and she makes it to the flight but that was kind of her Lucille Ball moment and that's not who Molly is so to me again it just didn't the writing didn't fit with her character and who she who we've been built up to know who she is I just think it would have played better had she missed the flight like I, because it plays into the issue that her and Andrew already have about her job like, if she would have missed the flight, I feel like we would have had more to play with. We mm -hmm. could have seen Andrew with his family, you know, alone, waiting for her to get to Puerto Vallarta. 
one thing that could have saved that from your perspective, Melanie, is if she just mm-hmm. mentioned that, oh, well, after all these renovations, I just don't know. Because I, I, you know, LAX was going through That's it. Yes. That, that, that was what saved it. <laughs> done and done. And I spent so much time in, in LAX and I've hated every single second of it. But their system is like, once you get to the gate, like it's like any other airport, A1, A2, A3, A45. Like, so I was just like, that just annoyed me. So I was just like, ah. yeah, it was, it was that. I would have been, yes. I, they're like, oh, those renovations and that Delta terminal, dang it. So right. yeah. Well, maybe they, they did. Maybe they got cut out of the episode. Maybe that was in there. Got maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe was, we're going to blame it on Lawrence because he cut out the episode. so they end up making the flight thank goodness they get on the plane and uh they're like so excited they're like in the economy plus and i was just like oh okay that's not how this works in economy plus whatever um so they're super excited they they order drinks i'm like what huh i think andrew was excited to be in economy plus i get from them they don't really and I think that was the point of the episode. The show is so centered on this neighborhood or yeah. on LA that yeah. they don't get to travel outside. They don't get to travel out of the country. So to me, it is kind of like when you take, you know, a fish out of water, he's uh-huh. thinking it's great to be in economy plus and she's all smiling, knowing she's a first class Delta one kind of girl. That- I was like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, do you know you be you know when you walk on your flight, Molly, these people know your name, you right. know, get your champagne. Like I'm like, I you know, I used to travel, you know, with you know, working in a big corporation, you get them you know, their business, the business seats when you're on them international and I loved it. But I was like, I was like, you're a very fancy lady. Like you this is not big news to you, lady. Like you're a fancy person. I like it. No. So but she let Andrew, I think this was Andrew's trip, right? So as Andrew's mm-hmm. lady, I'm going to fall back. He's excited. So I'm going to let him be excited. Like, I'm not going to be like, this ain't shit. This ain't, like, what we really need to be is, you know, I'm not going to do that. You know, he's yeah. excited. And his brother planned it. His brother probably paid for it. So Yeah. See, that's why you got a hu- See, that's why you got a husband. I don't, cause then I've been like, dude, are you here for real right now? Like, why are we not? Like, <laughs> God ain't gonna give me no husband, girl. God ain't gonna give me. Hey, tell me, like, like uh, on on that point, I had cooked, I had cooked something for B. I had, I had thrown together some salmon, just thrown together, some, and he was like, and I heard him talking to somebody like, oh, this, that might have been the greatest salmon I ever. And I started to be like, you need to eat out more. <laughs> <laughs> He was giving me a compliment, but I'm just like, why do you eat at more places no. than Chick-fil-A and the varsity? No. <laughs> that was the best thing you ever had in your life. You gotta let your man compliment you. That's I, 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 I ain't say that's why I ain't saying that. That's why I ain't saying that. See, and that's why see the on, the only single person that's I'm I'm way too mean to people. So, but you guys, I'm learning. I'm learning. All right. And you have to gas them up. It's really it's Andrew's trip. It's not Molly's mm-hmm. trip. So mm-hmm. let me gas up my boo. Right. You know, because yeah. he put he pulled all this together. Now, when it's my trip and we going somewhere, yeah. I'm gonna show you how we do. But on Lit- this trip, this is cool. Right. That's okay, guys. <laughs> well, they you know they get on the flight, they they um get their your know, drinks and their towel or whatever or their blanket, and they meet the lady next to them who is Kim Fields. This is another uh I know I'm gonna be really I sound really negative, but I'm like you have somebody like Kim Fields, her level of acting and Everyone knows her, yeah, and you use her as like a prop, which was kind of odd to me um, throughout the episode. But we meet her, and she's just gotten a divorce, and she's going to Mexico, I guess, kind of get her groove back. How did you guys 
tape that kind of intro to her. I thought, was it too much? Was it too little? Did you like it? Like, I was excited. I knew she was going to be on the show. So I was, I think I, in my mind, I was really, really excited to have her and see what she was going to do with the show. Or I the thought show. she was going to have more of a, a prominent um, role in the episode, maybe. Like, I thought we were going to see her more and she would be more, even yeah. more comedic relief. But yeah. we only see her like one more time, right? I think. Uh, twice more. Two more oh. times. Okay, yeah. Nah, I, I appreciate Issa and really just the whole show, Princess and everybody, just like showing respect to like old black television shows. Like yeah. even even though it's like a small cameo, it's it's major to us because like these are people that we grew up with. Yes. Who do you think the next person is? Queen Latifah? Tia Mari? Somebody? I Maybe. I don't think Latifah got time for it. I think she... I was about to say. I think it was a throwaway on some respects having her in the show, but then I'm like, Molly's character is so serious like i think yvonne herself is funny but yeah. molly is so serious and so you need to have some comedic relief especially if there's no Issa, no kelly yeah. like there's none of that yeah. in the episode and andrew doesn't seem like he's a laugh a minute so you kind of <laughs> need somebody yeah I, I was I was hoping that that I, we could have had more of her because I I was laughing from the moment we saw her you know uh, talking about her ex husband and going to the bathroom she was crying I thought that was I was like oh this is gonna be really fun but it didn't turn out out that way um, so <laughs> to get their trip started our friend our boy Andrew Asian Bay um, gives our girl Molly a little bit of that Mile High Club uh, motion in the air and they have a little bit of frisky. Uh, business under the blanket as the plane takes off so does that count as tomorrow yeah i was i was wondering that too that does that count i i think that that can it's not completely mile high but i feel like that can give you some points in the mile high club maybe like like point one or one or one Four point mile high, half a mile high <laughs> <laughs> he said you a one quarter of the mile <laughs> So they're kind of, you got, you know, they, he's starting to vibe, you know, it's going to be a nice, you know, fun, sexy vacay. So, um, you know, they're in the air. And so we kind of go off of um, the next scene is them arriving at the hotel. They meet uh, Victor and um, is her name Lydia, the sister, the sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. So they meet Victor and Lydia at the hotel as they start to check in and they're getting to kind of know each other a little bit. Uh, Victor has planned this whole trip. It seems like he's the big brother who kind of takes care of everything. I definitely identify with Victor because I like clipboards, I like schedules, I like itineraries on trips with my family and my friends. They, they might not like it as much, but I really dig it. So you kind of see that that it was, I saw immediately that he and Molly might clash heads a little bit because I'm like, these two type A nut jobs, I don't know how this is going to be the best vacation ever. So, ooh. but they do you think up- that Andrew told them like that Molly was black and that she was an attorney? Like, what did he tell them about Molly? prior to this trip. I'm sure they Lydia, black, but yeah. I don't know about her being a like pretty. Like being like she is she could be a model. She could be a model. Let's be let's be real. She could walk any runway in Paris. So I feel like he probably did the same thing. Like, oh she's she is black. She's an Afro American. So y'all act this way. Cause I'm like if I bring a white guy home, I'm be like, y'all, he white. I'm gonna need, <laughs> you know, but I'm gonna need y'all not to say certain things. Because my family will, you know, they not knowingly but they'll say things that might be insensitive so i think that may be how he approached it and then they were like i don't think he told them anything i don't think he's told them anything but i'm bringing my friend molly oh man i don't know because of the way that the rest of the trip went like lydia complimenting her every five seconds the pool incident that we're gonna get to i was like i don't think he prepped them for this trip 
didn't prep them enough. Yeah, I uh, I thought it was funny when she, because Lydia was giving her like a lot of compliments and oh my God, you're so beautiful. And um, then when she, they walked away and she's like, is Lydia going to try to fuck me? And I was like, is that how, is that what we're about to turn this whole trip to? Like, I didn't know what, I know they were swingers. It was like, yeah, they're, I didn't know what was going to pop off. So I like, I perked up this little bit like, okay, we're gonna, it's going to get kind of interesting. So, but no, that didn't happen. So they're just kind of basically having fun. So Molly and um, Andrew go up to the room. They kind of start unpacking. And I guess they had an agreement like, hey, let's both bring something sexy to kind of spice this vacation up. We're going to have a real good time. So Molly like, ooh, boo, I, I got you. I got you. Not ready. It's like she pulls out this really, you know, sexy bra and panty set with like some massage oil. And then Andrew's like, oh, shit. you can see on his face like, ooh, I don't know if I, you know, he's like, I think I maybe misinterpreted the assignment. I may have gone too far. He pulls out Kegel balls, a vibrator. Uh, he hey, got all kind, hey, of, hey. all kind of shenanigans going on. I was like, I like where your head is, guy. Hey, yeah, like, I thought it, I thought Andrew was on the right path. I was disappointed with Molly, too. I was like, oh, that's a nice outfit. But <laughs> what she said, what's he doing with that? But I get <laughs> Molly. But I guess she, in a way, maybe I feel like she was trying to be conservative for, I'm not gonna say for his sake, because she's like, oh, I know I should have brought my field or whatever. Like maybe she didn't want to bring out her most, uh, quote unquote, uh, slutty apparatus because she didn't want to feel, you know, I don't know. It seemed like she had extra stuff. She just didn't bring it. That's how I read it. It's like she had a feather. That was that's lame. Yeah. This was her. I feel like she is not that. She's not that person. She's not that kinky sex kitten really in the bedroom. It seems like when she does have these sex scenes, even with Jadana, it was like okay, they're bringing this more out of her and kind of like it's okay to be sexier, kinky, or a little bit more open. I don't think she has it in her to do it by herself. So I, I, like all, I like all the I thought she, I felt like she was more, if I'm remembering correctly, in season one, she was, season one and two maybe, she was kind of portrayed as more of the, the whole of the two than East. She was sleeping around, but, but sleeping around is not kinky. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, okay. It yeah. just seems like I she mean, had more you, going on than, um. You can't go from quarter mile in it on the plane to now, I'm just, I just have this outfit and this is what's cool, like. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where am I like, Andrew <laughs> had the right idea. Yeah, <laughs> from step one. Andrew, yeah. like, yeah, he, you go on a vacation. That's when you got to do the freaky stuff. Oh, just only on vacation. But oh, sure, so. that's when you feel more. Uh, you feel less inhibited. So I think it was cool for him to be like, oh yeah, I just brought all these different things that we can play with. Mm. You know, where she just brought some cloth. Like here's some material. <laughs> I mean, it was cute. I it mean, was I, cute. as yeah. far as I know, she's still a virgin in real life. Yeah, in that real life. Yes, that's what oh, she said. Did she get married to Emmanuel Acho? No. no, I don't think she got married yet. I don't know. He's, Are they still even dating? She is actually in a lot of weddings, but I didn't think she had gotten married yet. Yeah, I mm -hmm. thought they broken up. Somebody Google it. I thought she was single. Somebody's usually. So then, you know, they kind of, she's like, okay, it's okay. You know, I dang, I should have brought my, my one feather that I have that's so kinky. But, you know, she was excited about it, which I, made me really happy. She was open to it. I'm like, go, oh, you, can, you can do this. Let your free five, uh, flag fly. Uh, so then he tells her, you know, I really like it when, you know, you're in charge, when you take charge. So she whispers in his ear. And then the next scene is they're on the balcony and they are getting it in. And I was like, Again, I really like how this vacation is going to turn out. I'm like, this is this is a vacation. Yes, it was promising. It started out 
Indeed. Promising. I was like, <laughs> yes. So they're, you know, having fun on the balcony, which I thought was really sexy. Um, and then the next morning, uh, they, you know, Victor's made this fun itinerary. So they meet Victor and Lydia um, at the base of a mountain. And they were going to do, they're like, oh, let's go, guys. I'm so excited. We're going to run up this mountain and work out. And I was like, the fuck? I'm, I wish somebody would tell me some bullshit like that on my vacation. But then we get Kim Fields, who is, who is there as well. She just kind of pops up. And we get a little bit of comic relief again from her. Um, again, I feel, still feel like we could have done a little bit more. So they end up running up the mountain with the with the brother and sister-in-law. And they get to the top and see this beautiful view. And Molly's like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to get down? So then they end up ziplining down. And it seems like it's something that she's done for the first time. So it was that was cute. Like, she's letting go a little bit more, a little bit more, being more open. So that was really nice. Then have a fun night with uh, Victor and Lydia dancing and going, have a nice dinner and having a fun time. So it just kind of seems like they were just kind of on cloud nine. They were on one. And then uh, Nathan has, when they get back to the hotel room, Nathan has left a number of messages with Andrew. So Andrew calls him back and he's like, oh, I can't open the garage door. And Issa is in the background talking to Nathan. So then you see Molly, old ass Molly, here she go again. Um, Molly. Still rolling her eyes and, oh, there's Issa. They must be back together, blah, blah, blah. And Andrew basically is like, dude, calm down. Like, my, why don't you, he, you could tell he wanted to say, why don't you mind your own business is what it seemed like his next words were. But he said, you know, you don't understand. Nathan has had some mental health issues. You know, it kind of, with he, when he and Issa kind of fell out, um, he was kind of going through some things. So, you know, that's, that's really what it is. Like, you don't know what you think you know. Like, calm down, call, you know, just, Bring it down a notch, <laughs> which I did appreciate that he stuck up for his friend um, and tried to kind of explain what was going on. And I don't think Molly really needed to make, you know, them, them slide. You know, you don't have to be so sly about everything. Lisa's is a grown ass woman. Like, let her just be grown. Calm down. Enjoy your sex uh, vacation. So uh, then they, so they kind of, she's like, okay, so they're going to turn it up. You know, they, she's going to put on her cute little sexy um, lingerie that she brought. Um, and this scene to me, and I'm going to say that the scene to me was very forced and odd. And I'm not saying because of what they did. I'm not that. I don't care about. It was just a bizarre type of scene. Molly comes out of the bathroom and she's kind of being sexy and she climbs on top of Andrew and she's getting really kinky and puts his little thing over his eyes. And she's like, yeah, we can do whatever, but you have to eat my ass first. Eat this ass. And I was like, wait, what? When they first had sex on the balcony, he told her that he liked when she took charge. So I figured yeah. that was her doing that. But it just yeah, but there's so many other no. ways you can do that. I don't know. It made me uncomfortable, and I don't know if it made me uncomfortable one because I'm just not into ass play, but um, or if it made me uncomfortable because I'm like, this doesn't really seem like a Molly thing. That like thank you. It, it it seemed like I don't know. It just seemed weird, and I was like, maybe because like, you're on vacation, you just do stuff that. You don't typically do yeah. at home or whatever, yeah. but I was like, uh, I don't know. It I didn't think that was like a thing. Molly thing. But it seemed like know. a Molly thing I would do because this seems like an Andrew thing, if that makes sense. Because oh. he he was like, oh, let's see. Okay. It seemed like to me she was reading a cue card like on the side right behind his head, and it just made me super irritated. I'm like, I'm like, Kiki, it did it didn't fit. It just not a Molly thing. And I'm not, I'm like, I'm all for everybody doing anything that makes you happy. That's consensual and safe. Like do it, go for it. I love it. But it was just, it didn't fit. Like it didn't fit her. It didn't fit her character who we've met 
for the last three years. I was like, this but is that, that could be very I mean that's that's very representative of like sex. Yeah, people doing stuff they don't really want to do do, but the other person just want to do it and they like, here, here you go. I, mean, I don't want to do it, but here you go. I mean <laughs> But I don't know, but I didn't get from Andrew that that was something that he was in. I don't know. Well, he did have the stuff on the bed. I don't know. Yeah. I just seemed like uh, it, it was, was just random. Like, mm-hmm. if, if I'm going to have, okay, this is, maybe no. it's TMI. Yeah, no, and you no. can cut this out. I don't know. No. But <laughs> if, if we're going to do ass play, I'm not coming out in full lingerie with my, well, I don't know if it was a thong or a bikini and my garter belts like i'm not gonna do that like we what's the point of you getting all dressed up for that like what's the point i, I mean I, I just, like you know that's in an episode say what <laughs> like you know that's in an episode what's the point of lingerie we just gonna take it <laughs> I mean, I get it. Okay, like if she was going to do like a strip tease or put on a yeah. show or she was getting into a role, I understand that fully. But if I'm just going to put this on just to turn around and tell you to eat my ass, like, I don't need to do all that. <laughs> well, my thing was like, I didn't say anything. I was like, that's something you, you need to warm up. Like you need a, you need right. some, some warm ups too. I'm not, and I'm not saying everybody has their own way to do whatever they want to do, but I'm just saying, let's Let's do some things with some of the other pieces of. Uh, he brought a lot of accoutrement with him. Yeah. Let's Maybe do that's let's, what it let's was, Mel. Work our way up to to the ass play is what well, I'm saying. Well, I'm gonna be like, I would be like, what it was, Mel. I would be like, what you mean? Eat your. What, what was you doing in the bathroom? I don't. I don't know yet. I just don't know if I'm ready to do that shit. I need. To, I need. To. Ass eating is the foreplay to the sex. Come on. Now. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah. They, it, <laughs> It's, it's, like play. Play. it's like four it's play number four. four. It's yeah. right. play number four. It's not play number one. No. <laughs> and then you put then my, then you put like my thing is and then don't put your asshole in nobody's face and then you put a, a they mask on their eye. Like they need to be seeing what's going on. Like that's Ooh. not safe. It's not okay. You think she gonna shit in his face? I know. I'm just saying, like you. It could have already been in there. What's going on? Oh man. It could have still been in there from the bathroom. We don't know. I guess to Mel's <laughs> point, there needs to be a warm up to that type of play, as opposed to I'm just going to come out in my cute little outfit that was not necessary if that's the next play. Mm-hmm. And is there a blindfold you? <laughs> is there a way? I mean. <laughs> Is there a bidet in there? Like, I just I don't know what you mean. You're just going to come in. I don't know what's going on. Now, I, mean, I mean, don't get it wrong. Like, that resort hotel thing, that looked nice. I'm really thinking about taking a vacation now once this corona thing died out. <laughs> it's beautiful. I have friends. That, that ain't that. got nothing to do with no clean ass, though. <laughs> <laughs> a clean hotel. Now, I mean, it's, ass, definitely, it's, got a bidet. it's definitely got a bidet. He's like, he, you're just saying they got a bidet. That's what he They got a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my we are not we are not sex shaming anyone we are we are again it's just consensual right. but it was just that is phase like three or four to the four but it's not phase one to the foreplay it just uh, it, it's not how it works yeah. so i'm just that. like again again it, it it lent itself to my problem with the writing because whoever wrote this is clearly not probably doing ass play quite a bit because that's not how it happens. It's not how this works. Not any of this works. So again, that takes me back again to the writing. It was just kind of odd. It wasn't. That's not who Molly is. So does who she was, who she is over the last couple of years. 
So I'm, I'm sure they had a, they like, they had a fun, you know, I hope they had a fun, lovely night and uh, enjoyed all of the, all of the fun stuff that they did. And to Mel's point, nobody is saying don't play around, play yeah. around, play as you want, especially if you are in a monogamous relationship or whatever you're doing, play around, have fun. It just didn't seem to fit. And then yeah. I started this out by saying, I don't know if this is my own bias, my own bias toward it. You know, which could play into it, but it was also just awkward. But I guess that's the point, maybe. Maybe that's I the mean, point. And maybe it's just me taking it as it was awkward because that's not what she had in mind, but that's what mm-hmm. he had in mind. And she was just trying to give him what possibly he had in mind. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you don't know how to, if that's not what you into, but you're just trying to do it for somebody else, you probably yes. don't know how to approach it. You was just like, oh, get his ass. But you, <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> Here it is. But look, <laughs> is this what, 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 what would help me with knowing that that's what Andrew wanted if, if they had been ass play throughout the day? If, like, throughout the day he'd been, like, hitting her on her ass or tapping her on it or, look, you know, I'm catching him looking at it, that all would be like, oh, that's what Andrew wants. I didn't even get that. I that's got, what that's Andrew what wanted. Andrew wanted because that's what, that's what a lot of, he has several toys that was. Well, yes. So that's where I got. <laughs> he just had the balls, but the yeah, the balls are Kegel balls. Like he didn't even have the right yeah. ass toys. Like and yeah. I'm, just, I'm telling you, he didn't have the right. I, I'll take Andrew shopping this time. I'm in LA because that's. Not I what thought he had. Doing. I thought he had. He had a plug. He had a plug, and I thought he had something else. Uh, it was a vibrator. It was a small vibrator, but it was not a butt plug. Yeah, he did the vibrator, the balls, the and the plugs. Man, that's how you know this wasn't a good episode because we've just spent ten to fifteen minutes talking about ass play. But that was just funny, like you know. That was funny. It was, was hilarious. <laughs> it was one of the more interesting things of the show. That's true. And I just, I'm just gonna say, uh, for the record, if you are going to do ass play, let's let's not be blindfolded. Let's keep our eyes open so we can make sure everybody's safe. No, 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 no. Don't let them let them have sex how they want to have sex as long as as long as it's consensual. Uh-uh, I don't want nobody asshole getting getting messed up. So just keep keep, it, keep all eyes open, please. Keep all eyes open. Have fun. Have have a safe fun time out there, guys. Hold on, and one more thing to the ass play. One more thing to this whole thing. Didn't she also tie up his hands? Yes. So she tied up his hands and blindfolded him. Yes. So he didn't have much to. He didn't have much. <laughs> she was. She was taking control. <laughs> he liked. That, that man. He couldn't was, even hold it. He couldn't that, even hold it. That man was ass raped in a way that. That's a different kind of ass. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> he just. He was not expecting that. <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't with this. Oh, Lord. Okay, we can move on. But I really did think. I'm like, his eyes are blind. He's blindfolded (laughs) and tied. Poor guy. What if he he was like, no, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. He can't object. Do your thing, Andrew. Oh, girl. Okay, so let's get get back into it. So they have their fun night of passion. And the next day, they go to the pool to meet uh victor um and uh, lydia the sister-in-law and have a fun time in the pool so molly is in the pool with andrew and lydia and somebody splashes her and kind of gets chlorine in her eyes so 
Molly says, don't worry, I'll go get you a towel. She walks up to where the towel area is at the resort and there's two white people in front of her. They get their towel and walk off and she comes up and she doesn't have her key card. She's just in her bathing suit and the lady's like, I can't give you a towel unless I see your key card to prove that you're, you know, you're staying at this resort, which is very normal at most resorts, especially all-inclusive resorts out on beaches that are also, you know, mixed with public, um, public people. So Molly gets very upset. She's like, you just let these two white people in front of me go. I didn't see them have their cards. You know, is this basically turning this into a racial situation? She's getting more upset. Victor walks out or walks up and is like, oh, it's okay. You know, what's going on? I have my key card. You know, this is our room number. So Molly snatches the uh, towel, goes back to the um, swimming pool, make sure that Lydia can wipe her eyes out. You know, she's basically like, you know, I just was basically had a racial race racism uh situation at trying to get the towel and they didn't want to give it to me because i'm black is what she was saying i in that in the beginning part of this scene i didn't see if the white people had a car did you guys see that i don't it, where it was cut i couldn't tell i couldn't tell either okay i couldn't tell if they did and i couldn't tell if she'd asked them before molly had walked up the first yeah. issue with the key card is that one thing, when you're at an all-inclusive resort, they don't ask you for a key card. They give you a band, a band that a you wristband. put on, a wristband yeah. that you always have, that you always keep on when you're on the resort. So, because yeah. no one is walking around with their key cards to get mm -hmm. things. So, I was like, first of all, this don't make sense. Right. We have a band on. <laughs> Maybe this is some fancy resort. I don't know. With that, and I was like, and I think Molly, you know, she jumped to conclusions. I think she's already angry. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't get to fully express her issue with work. She didn't get to fully express what was going on with Issa. Now mm -hmm. I'm standing here in all my blackness, and maybe she was the only black person there. Even though Kim Fields was at the resort, she's the only, I'd say, dark-skinned black person that I think we saw at the resort. Mm -hmm. So I think she already had some kind of... It was like building up. Right. It was just building up. So she gets back to the pool and Victor gets in the pool. He was just like, you know, she was like, this is what I, you know, as a black person, this is what I experienced. And he's like, wait a minute, you know, I'm a, I'm a person of color. And, you know, I experienced racism as well. And she's like, not like black people. So then we enter into this, uh, he was playing devil's advocates. We kind of enter into this argument that I've had with other, with people of color that are non-black people, Asian people, um, Latin people, how we interact, um, deal with racism, how we are discriminated against, and how we deal with it in different ways. As a black person who is an African-American, have the way I look at racism is very different from somebody else, uh, the way they would look at racism, just because my people were brought here. I didn't come here on my own. My people didn't come here as to get, you know, uh, business opportunities. So through the system of slavery, the way I deal with it, and that's what she was trying to say, is very different. You only identify as a person of color when it benefits you or when somebody, when it, when it's something that you can now identify with. But other than that, you can pretty much pass and do whatever you want to do. So that was kind of their argument in the pool. I, again, I knew this, I knew something was going to have to happen with these two uh, uh, type A personalities. And how did you guys feel about that argument? I, I felt Molly and I, I Understood, I understood where Victor was coming from. So I just was kind of in the middle. Um, but I, I definitely, yes, I understand what Molly is saying 100%. I've had this conversation many times with 
non-black PLC. Um, this goes towards what uh, when at the end of the episode, when Molly is calling a therapist about she's unable to let stuff go. If I don't again, what happened with the key card or whatever? It happened so quickly or whatever. I didn't see and I didn't go back and rewatch. But if she perceived something like that happening, uh, once uh, his brother came and you know saved the day per se or whatever, and they were in the pool, I think to salvage or save the vacation, I I wouldn't have prolonged that conversation. I just wouldn't have just kept going and going. I'd have been like, you know what? Okay. Mel, when you said you understood where Andrew's brother was coming from, what, what part of what he said did you understand? Or I understand, I'm not saying, I understand how people who are non-Black, people of color, do encounter racism. Okay. I'm not, that, that I, I get it. I, I totally, totally get it. But we don't encounter it in the same ways. You know, we don't have the same, we don't have the same history with racism as, again, if our people, we are, we are black people who are in America, who are, our people were brought here, enslaved. So it's, again, we're not even here in in the same way. Um, So, but, so I, I understood what he was saying. And yes, Asian people are discriminated against. Latin people are discriminated against. People of color are, if you are a non-white person, especially in our, in this country, you are discriminated against most of the time. That, that's how it is. That's life here in most places. I, I understood. I, I understood um, Victor. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why I understood Victor is like, he is right. He, they are people of color. Yes. And not all Asian people were voluntarily came over here either. Uh, so yes. let's, and, let's also yeah, say yes. that. Ma, and his point was, it's not that you don't experience racism. It's mm-hmm. your response to when you experience it. Mm-hmm. And Molly is a hothead, right? Mm-hmm. Like when it she comes was already to on certain one. things, she was already on one. She jumps to conclusions mm-hmm. that may not have been what it is. And I feel like Victor was just trying to say, mm-hmm. give this person the benefit of the doubt. Like mm-hmm. this may not have been what you thought that it was. You don't, you don't know me. You don't know her. So to Mel's point, it is different. So I'll say that to me, the most disappointing part of the whole conversation was Andrew trying to, you know, mediate between Molly me and a hothead, understanding that this is my brother. He he really just playing devil advocate kind of mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And Molly telling Andrew like, oh, but you're different. How am I different? How because I'm dating you or because I'm doing this? How how is my experience different or? what I'm seeing different and then for them to not even have a for Andrew and Molly the people who are in the interracial relationship not mm-hmm. to have a conversation mm-hmm. about like why you're saying I'm different and then the next morning like I go to get you coffee and we kind of cool like to me that was the part where I wanted there to be some more conversation mm-hmm. now I've, I'm not in an interracial relationship I've never been in an interracial relationship but it seems like to me, those that's a conversation that you have at some point in time about like what your experiences are and to tell somebody like, well, you're different than all the rest of the people in your race. Like you're different from them. Like, uh, eh. I wonder if that's a conversation because, you know, Andrew seemed like he was trying to just, again, save the vacation that they trying to play nice. Yeah, that they revisit in the coming episodes. I, I mean, I wouldn't even say play nice. Like, he was standing up for Molly. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that conversation of, okay, what you said in Mexico, like, I'm trying to be good. I mean, I'm trying to save this vacation now, but now that we back, let's re- let's revisit that or whatever. So I just wonder if that's something they're going to come back to. I mean, because Molly even knew that she messed up because she told Andrew, she was like, because as soon as she said, oh, I'm not talking about you, her whole facial expression changed. Like, oh, now I've become that person. Like, I'm that person. And that's not what I meant. And they didn't have a conversation to follow up about it. I feel like 
And I think this goes back to what Kiki said. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who said this, but somebody said, um, and correct me, that he, you don't think that Andrew told them enough about Molly. Like he, they, there was no brief done. And I feel yeah, I like, think. yeah. And I feel like that really lent itself to that. I'm like, when I go into a situation with people, I don't know. And I'm, if I may be one, my, me and my best friend can go to a vacation and she's bringing her other friends. I'm like, tell me about these people or your family. Tell me how they are. Tell me how, I, how, tell me about them before I get to the situation. Um, because yeah, I could, I could, I could act just like Molly, but I'm like, you know what? I'm on a nice vacation. This really is not, this woman not giving me a towel is not going to mess up my vacation to the, to the point where now I'm going to affect everybody else's vacation because, because Victor wanted to play devil's advocate. I, I don't owe Victor shit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have played into it because I don't know this. I don't do it. I don't know you. I don't know you. You don't know me. Let's sit in this pool, wipe your wipe eyes out and we're going to keep it moving. It wasn't, to me, it just wasn't worth, that That fight wasn't worth the fight. And it, it could be like, why? And, and me, I feel like Molly is understanding all of this. Otherwise, why is she calling a therapist? Like, I can't let stuff yeah. go. Like, she yeah. she knows something, she knows she's wrong. and Or, not wrong for how she's feeling necessarily, but just wrong in the approach. Often. Well, I think that goes back to the what, what a lot of people try to fight, which I have tried to fight for so much of my life, is the the perception of the angry black woman. Um, it's not something that I, yes, I, I, I am quite mad about a lot of things and I could give a fuck if anybody cares about it. Like it's, I'm okay to feel the way I feel. Yes. And I, like Kiki said, it's, but it's how, and how Victor said, it's the way you, the way you respond to those feelings and how you respond to a situation. Um, but I think that's kind of where we're playing in and she, when she picked up, you know, later in the episode, when she picks up the phone and tried and calls her therapist to make an appointment, I think she was like, okay, now everybody's seeing me as this angry black woman. I am holding a lot of things in. I need to talk to somebody like in a constructive way so that now I can deal with these issues in the, in the right way. So I'm hoping that, you know, she can get to the doctor, the doctor will make an appointment and she can, you know, seek whatever help she needs because we all need that. And I, I'm a firm believer in, in going to therapy. I think everybody should be in some form of therapy, even if it's group, if it's meditation, if it's you, like whatever it is, we need to have a safe space where we can bounce ideas off of, of someone. We need to have a safe space where you can be honest and say what's, what you're going through, what trauma you've been through with somebody that can guide you through it in a safe way instead of blowing your whole fucking life up. Um, and a lot of times, especially in the black community and in the people of color community, because I will say the POCs, period, because I do have a lot of Asian friends who kind of fall, that have the same thing. Like it's, it's not in our culture to go to therapy, but it needs to be, we need to normalize this. Um, even though I don't like the character of Nathan, I'm happy that Nathan's character is there to bring up that mental health um, issue and to kind of go back to it. And I'm happy that, that Andrew did stick up for him and say, you know, he was kind of going through some things that he wasn't in, in, in control of himself at the time. So you need to, you need to calm down. So I do like that. Um, and again, I'm I don't know if, I, love I don't know if Molly is realizing that she is wrong. I think Molly is realizing that she's isolated. And I think that's a different uh, a different reason as to why she responded. Because mm -hmm. if she felt like she was wrong, she would have already decided to apologize to Victor, to mm -hmm. Andrew, to Issa. She didn't do any of that. Instead, she mm -hmm. realized, I'm isolated. I don't have a relationship with my best friend right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have isolated my boyfriend's brother and his wife. Mm. my boyfriend in a sense is also isolated now i'm walking on the beach alone in a foreign country like yeah i'm isolated it's not even necessarily that i think i'm wrong 
but I'm having a difficult time letting things go. But mm-hmm. that's but you're only realizing that because of the consequences of the behavior. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that she thinks that she's wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad she's seeking out Dr. Rhonda again. And and then sometimes you don't even know how things affect you. Like Yes. Um, I've only gone to PWI, predominantly white institutions, for those people who are listening to me and I know what that is. So I like for undergrad, grad school, all of that. And in my PhD program, like I decided I needed some counseling for a number of like personal things that was going on. But then it's also like I've been in this world as the only black person for a while. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and how and it started to have an effect on me. So Mm-hmm. You know, I sought out a black female therapist. I sought out a black female therapist who had a background like I did mm-hmm. to like help me understand and process like the microaggressions that I may feel or get on any given day, you yes. know, while I'm pursuing something. So I get that. <laughs> I just wonder if like if Molly is really going to dive into that when she actually goes to Dr. Rhonda. And is she going to heed Dr. Rhonda's counsel and advice? I mean, because it's been a while since she's been there, right? I mean, like the last time we saw her in therapy was like last season. Yeah, and I don't feel like she listened to Dr. Rhonda then. She sure did. <laughs> but you you know, but a lot of times when we pay attention to, our, really listen to our therapist, when we do hit that rock bottom. When you sit by yourself in a, you know, on a beautiful beach and you done made everybody upset, you now upset, like when you hit that rock bottom, I think it's, that's when you open up much more um, to therapy and what the therapist has to tell you. You can't, you know, she, I don't think she's going to walk in the office like she's been doing, playing games and shenanigans. I, I feel like she's, she's approaching that rock bottom where she'll probably pay attention and, and accept, and accept what doctor, what the doctor has to tell her. We hope, we hope. TBD. Um, so we see her on the beach. She's making the, the, trying to make the appointment with um, the therapist and uh, kind of the scene goes goes away. And we then see her and Andrew back in um, LA. They're at the airport collecting their luggage and, um, and baggage. And you see Kim Fields pop up again. And she's like kissing this, you know, cute, cute man. And you don't know who the man is. Like, who knows? She may have got a groove back and brought him back from Mexico. We may be her ex-husband. We don't know who the, the man is. Again, a problem with, with me in this show, with the writing in this, in this particular episode, is we don't have any idea. Um, so we see her, um, and then you pop up, and here's Lawrence. He's, he says, from Frisco. And I was like, Frisco, Texas? Like, Nobody San Francisco. Frisco. Nobody says Frisco, but I don't nobody. Know San Francisco. It's <laughs> nobody. Especially nobody in California. Nobody in, the world, nobody in the world of I know. Earth, the planet Earth says that. I know. Nobody's, not- nobody says it, but especially, just like, we're like, nobody in Georgia says hot Atlanta. But especially yeah. if you live in Georgia, <laughs> I know you wouldn't say Frisco being uh, in L.A. It was bizarre. And I was like, and, uh, I'm from Texas. So I'm like, Frisco, Texas? Well, that is, that was, I wonder what he was doing there. <laughs> so like, is his mom live there? I don't know. It was, I was confused. It was a very forced, bizarre moment. And, um, you know, she, very yeah, awkward. awkward. Maybe that was the point of him saying Frisco. So I was like, what do I say? I'm. I'm thrown off of this whole situation. The whole thing was I don't know. It was it was um, bizarre. But I feel like it also explains why he wasn't at the block party because he was in Frisco. Frisco. Um. So then there is the alleged Frisco that you speak of. (laughs) (laughs) It's in it's in East it's in East Texas. That's where it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> Lawrence was in San Francisco trying to get him a job, some tech company. Which he should be doing, yes. He gonna lose his job in this market, so go ahead and get your job somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Do what you gotta do, boo. Um, so she, he, she introduces Andrew to um, Lawrence, and they meet each other, and um, Lawrence is like, oh, okay, this is weird, really weird and awkward. I've been in Frisco. Um, it's time for me to leave. So he kind of exits the airport and he picks up the phone and um, say, hey, I'm, you know, happy to talk, happy, happy to finally get to ch- get a chance to talk to you. I've been, you know, mean to, to catch up with you. So we don't know who that person is on the other, um, on the other line of the phone. We end the episode. If Back at LAX, the worst place on earth. <laughs> if you, I, think, I don't know if you've seen the preview for next week's episode, but I think mm-hmm. he's on the phone with Issa because him and Issa meet up, meet up at a bar. Okay. No, I don't want, I usually don't watch uh, next week's episode, so I don't get confused. But, and I'm just, I'm over the whole phone gag. Like, we've done it like, multiple <laughs> times this season. Like, I, I just, I just hated this episode so much. Like, I really did. Sorry. So what about it did you hate? I hated the writing. What's the synopsis? I hated the writing the most of all. The second, um, I hated a lot of the acting. I felt like, again, I I saw people acting for the first time. And I think that's what's so great when you, with these characters is we've been able to grow with them. So like, I don't see Yvonne, I see Molly. And this time I saw Yvonne playing Molly. Um, I saw uh, um, Andrew's name. Is Andrew's name Andrew in real life? Or Nathan? I think his real name is Andrew. And he's like... Canadian or British or something. I follow him. I follow him on Twitter. I have to go back and look. I saw him playing a character. Like I I felt like the because the writing didn't match these characters, they had to work extra hard to pull it off, and it didn't. It wasn't pulled off for me. Um, Again, the third was the Kim Fields using her very little. She's. I mean, that could have been such a great, such a funny moment. Such it would have been that balance, that counterbalance. I think we could have used against um, Molly's character. So I just, I just didn't like it. Uh, Andrew's name is Alexander. Alexander, okay. And I'm like, I follow that dude on Twitter. And again, I, again, the show, love. You know, I'm not gonna like everything, of course, no one is. But yeah, I, the show overall, I love. Um, but yeah, this could have been ten minutes. But the content, the content in this show could have been ten minutes, uh, and then we could have been done, and we could, or we could have just been on the beach, or they could have been doing butt stuff. I don't know. Like, I'm down for whatever they want to do, but this didn't, this didn't do it for me. I think to the content point, there was a lot of content. It just wasn't teased out or like written out. I feel like there were some conversations I wanted to have that I didn't get to see. Yeah. There was like some fun, some more like seeing Mexico fun, but maybe because they were shooting out of the country, they were limited in their locations or whatever. I just feel like it could have been like a, a bigger, fuller episode. But I mean, I get the point. In the end, Molly is isolated. And so you can travel all around the world, but if you still have all these issues, you're going to take them wherever you go. That's true. true. Took them to Mexico. That was that, guys. Well, all right, guys. I guess this concludes Loki Trippin'. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Deuces.